Hello everybody, I hope you're having a beautiful day, and thank you as always for joining me, listening, being a part of my martial arts experience, and I hope to share some great knowledge with you today that can help you and benefit you in your journey. Please send me a message, or feel free to contact me at any time, reach out, I'd love to hear from you. And again, thank you so much for your time. Today I want to give you a couple analogies. A couple of ideas, something visual that you can sink your teeth into. Visual learning still continues to be one of the best forms of learning. Watching something being done in real time. Spending time with somebody. Watching through a video or just visual learning through your imagination or just mental imaging, if you will. This is all great forms of learning, especially because martial arts is usually a hands-on approach, a direct experience. So I want to give you a visual representation that you can think about throughout the day and you can use your imagination right now and join me. What I want you to picture is an opponent, either man or woman, with no arms. You have an opponent before you, sitting right in front of you. Picture this man with no arms. None. Now, if you want to strike him, there'd be really nothing stopping you, except for the legs, but really, it'd be pretty easy to strike. If you wanted to throw, again, there's really no barriers to stop you from from throwing. If you wanted to push, setting them off balance, again. Why am I giving you this? Hmm. Well, it's to teach you that the arms and the legs are some of, if not the only real barriers that get in the way of you achieving your successful throw or your successful takedown or your successful strike. So this is why a great deal of energy and time has been put into the arms and legs, how to get around them, how to destroy them, and how to set your opponent off balance to take them down. Now, I want you to picture... An opponent, again, with no arms, meaning a defenseless opponent. And he or she will uh, be very distracted. Their mind is not in the right place. You stand before them and they're thinking about the birds. Boom, you can just hit them. You've got their mind disoriented. So again, a distracted mind. One where something happens that's unexpected. Or something that is not hyper-focused is very easy to take down as well. So a distracted mind with no attention and an arms with no defense. So in essence, a lot, if not most of the combat that you're going to see from Southeast Asia is how to control the limbs. Now I want you to picture that your opponent has their limbs, but you have control over their arm and very easily you can pull them back and forth. 
So you can pull them forward, pulling them off balance, and push them back, pushing them off balance. Now, once you have control of the limb, there's nothing to really stop you from follow-up striking, a sweep, a takedown, and any other follow-up technique you would like to do. So it's really easy to do a follow-up technique once you have control over the arms. Again, this is why a great deal of importance has been put on grabbing. Now I want you to think of pinning the elbow. You have pinned the elbow to the opponent's body. This is called trapping, either on the inside or the outside of the body. Again, it's very easy to control and manipulate them. Now I want you to picture that you're pushing their head back. Again, while they're moving backwards or in their in a place of no balance, again, it's very to control, very easy to control and manipulate them. So the goal of us as martial artists, as warriors, is to get past the limbs, the legs, and the arms, the defensive technologies of your opponent to get past those, either through distraction of the mind, either through pulling off balance, either through trapping and grabbing and the various um, arts and ways of controlling them. And we want to pull them off balance, distract their attention, and get to their core and or destroy the limbs which can send a shockwave into their body. So when in doubt, when you're actually thinking of what's the real essence after you get past the arms, well, the essence is to either take them down, throw them, or hit them. That's simple. But there are a, lot of, a great deal goes into getting past those defensive limbs. And then once you're past those defensive limbs, how to set them off balance, how to distract them, how to push or pull, or lift them up or throw them onto the ground. And so a very easy way to get to this point and to study some of the effects of after you get past a limb or destroy it or break it is to visualize an armless body or a distracted mind. And then once you're able to think about all the wonderful things you can do, now you just apply the limbs, the arms, and you say, okay, now, how do I do that against the resisting opponent? And then you have a, a great idea of what to do at close range. And then now you start focusing on the arms and how to get past them. And you have a good idea of how to get past that range. So you have far, medium, and close range and throwing. And so this is a good analogy to keep with you. The armless body, the defensiveless person, the defenseless person, and the distracted mind analogy. Think of a mind distracted, think of a, an opponent with no arms. Now apply the arms and think of all the different ways that once you get past them, of what you can do to the body. This will help. This will help. The art is always in the doing, but remember the pathways we create with our mind will always be there for us in our time of need. I'm Sifu Jacob Bernan, and this is Iron Wire Martial Arts. Thank you so much for tuning in to this small segment.